Hey, thank you for joining us. I'm Ezra Perdonson, the pastor of the Way Ministry. It's the English ministry of Curitiba, Brazil. This is our podcast, and I hope that this builds up your faith and inspires you to become more like Jesus. Well, enjoy the message. All right, 2 Corinthians 10, verse 3 says this. It is true that we live in the world, but we do not fight from worldly motives. The weapons we use in our fight are not the world's weapon, but God's powerful weapons, which we use to destroy strongholds. We destroy false arguments. We pull down every proud obstacle that is raised against the knowledge of God. And we take every thought captive and make it obey, obey Christ. And make it obey Christ. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, this is your word. It's not, it's not me who's speaking. It's you who is speaking through me, God. Use me in a mighty way this morning. So that whatever you want to tell us and say to us, God, may it, may it be. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. All right. So, first thing is, you got to have the right motive. You have got to have the right motive. I'm going to go straight. Today, I'm going to be very, very straight, I hope. <laughs> the right motive. First thing is motive. Verse 3 says what? It's true, we're not, we are. That we are, uh, that we live in the world. Okay, that's awesome. We are humans. We are humans, but we do not fight with worldly motives. Motives. What motivates you? Huh? What motivates you? What, what keeps you going? What gives you energy? What, what, what makes you, oh, where am I? There. What, what makes you uh, get out of bed the morning, in the morning? What makes you go bike, hiking, uh, running? Eating, what makes you eat the whole pizza all by yourself? Huh? There's always a motive um, behind your acts. There's always something that will motivate you towards something, okay? So, you need to understand where is my motive coming to? Why am I screaming now? Impeachment, impeachment. Why am I screaming? Kill him, kill him. Crucify him, crucify him. <laughs> Those people, they didn't even know what they're, they're saying. They are saying, free this guy and kill the other one. Who is that guy? I don't know, but just, just yeah, go with the crowd. Come on. <laughs> they don't even know. What motivate them? Maybe it's someone else. Remember, last Sunday we talked that we need to be in an army. The pack. Who is the people around you? Who are these people who are motivating you to do things? That's very important. Because the people around you will influence you so much. So much. That you need to understand that that is powerful. You have to have the right motive to win this battle. To be a warrior, to fight like a warrior, you have the, to have the right motive. Now, one day I was uh, ready to get into a tournament. I had my kimono on. I trained. Now I kind of know how to fight. So I'm here thinking, I got to have this experience. I got to go in there. Even though I'm going to get a beating, I just got to find out, you know, what I am capable of. And I was motivated. 
Oh my goodness, I had the, the right motive. I was concentrated. I was, uh, you know, everything was connected. I was not letting the people around me influence me, you know. So I went there and I, I won my first tournament. Uh, I won my first tournament. But the second times I thought, you know what, let's do this again. This is going to be easy. I got a medal, first place. Now, got to do this again. Motive was wrong. Motive was wrong. And, and I, I, I didn't prepare. I, I, did, you know, I, I was just so confident, so full of myself. I just thought, you know, I can do this. I can do this. And what happened? Oh, man, I got, I got beaten so bad. I got beaten so bad. No, I was in the last place. And it's interesting how the motive can, can change the outcome. Change the outcome. Look what Philippi, uh, Philippians chapter 4 verse 8 says. It says, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, do what? Think about such things. That's what you're supposed to motivate you. If it's pure, if it's worthy, if it's, you know, godly, that's supposed to be your motive. Not the people around you. Not the circumstances. What mot motivates you to come to church? Is it just to receive the blessings? What motivates you to go to a small group, cell group, family group, whatever you call it, Bible study, Sunday school? What motivates you? You see, one day um, we were talking to some friends and we were talking how, how uh, you know, I, I, like, I, I do stuff. Like I, I build this, this uh, pulpit right here. And, I, I, you know, this, this is, I did it. Quarantine has taught me a lot, has taught me many things. And I, I, like, I like quarantine, actually. You know, I got, I, I got to learn how to bake bread, right? Sourdough, check. I did a, a, a working table, check. I did this pulpit, check. I uh, work with um, uh, leather, leather goods, working on that, check. Uh, I, I, I did many things. I'm, now I'm studying to be a, a, a director, you know, a movie director. Yeah. So, check. There's a lot of things I'm checking. Learning a new instrument, check. Learning a new language, check. What are you doing? What's motivating you? What is motivating you? So, it's important. Uh, one day, we were talking about that, but sometimes we do things to show off, Right? We want to do things so people can, hey, oh, look how beautiful he is. Oh, look how strong he is. What motivates you to go to the gym and pump iron and be strong? Is it to show off your body and get some more likes on Instagram? See, that's the wrong motive. You're supposed to focus on health. Because sometimes being, uh, um, you know, overweight is also not healthy. But being so skinny, it's also not healthy. And being so strong, it's also not healthy. So you, what you need to do, you need to have uh, a balance and have the right motive. And when you have the right motive, it will push you towards the right path. 
to glorifying God. Fighting this battle and being, fight the right battle, the right way. So, whatever is noble, admirable, pure, right, whatever is lovely, praiseworthy, think about such things. Let's go to the second one, the right weapons. You see in verse 4, it says this, the weapons we use in our fight are not the world's weapons, but God's powerful weapons. See, if you're in a war, you got to fight with the right weapons. See, in jiu-jitsu, you learn a lot of, a lot of um, uh, moves. If you're standing, if you, if you fall in this position, what do you do? How do you protect yourself? How do you attack? How do you, you give the arm, but you're also thinking of something else? So the, you have to have the right weapon, the right strategy. And sometimes we, we are using the wrong strategy. We are using the wrong strategy, the wrong weapons. See, sometimes our, our, we, we fight with our, with our neighbors. Oh, they're too noisy. Oh, they're, they're, they're smoking. They're, they're uh, or making, you know, they're, they're putting fire and all those smoke. And I, my, my, how do I say, my, my clothes is out, out in the, in the uh, uh, how do you say, stengia minha roupa. Oh, my goodness, forgot the. I, I, yeah, it's hanging outside for the sun. And then what happened is the neighbors burning wood and all those smoke and all that stuff. How Man, see, you can go there and start an argument. You can go there and fight with them with words. You can go there and just, uh, you know, do your stuff. Or you can fight the, the, with the right weapons, right? You're not, we got to understand that our enemy is, is not your neighbor, it's not your mother-in-law, it's not your family, it's not your wife, your husband, your kids, your boss, the system, oh, government, oh, it's not flesh. Now let's read a verse here. It says this, uh, Ephesians 6, verse 10 through 13, on says this, finally build up your strength. In union with the Lord and by means of, ha- of his mighty power. But on, uh, put on all the armor. He's saying, get ready. You, remember, you're in a battle. So you got to put on the armor that God gives you. So that you will be able to stand up against the devil's evil tricks. Verse 12 says, For we are not fighting against human beings but against the wicked spirit forces in the heavenly, heavenly world, the rulers, authorities, and cosmic powers of this dark age. You're not fighting against humans. This battle is not against flesh. It's against the spirit, the evil one. So what kind of weapons? You're not going to get a gun and shoot the devil. <laughs> there, there's no weapons for that. They got weapons for many things, tasers and all these different weapons. But for this war, you have to know how to fight with the right weapon, the right weapon. Now, look at verse 13 says, so put on God's armor now, not tomorrow, not wait until everything gets messed up, until it's crazy. When it get crazy, I'm going to get ready. Right now, it's not crazy enough. Don't wait. It says now, put on God's armor now, then, when the evil uh, day comes, and it will, you might think it's here already, you might think this is the evil time, this is the end of the world, 
when it comes, what do you do? You will be able to resist the enemy's attack. And after fighting to the end, you will still hold your ground. Wow, I love that verse. I love that verse. Now it's interesting because if you take a look at the armor of God, you have the helmet, the breastplate, you have the shield, you have the sandals. Uh, you, you got all those are for defensive. You know, if someone throws you something, you will defend yourself. If uh, someone, you know, throws an arrow and hits your head, you have the helmet. It all bounces out. But there's one, one on, on verse on the same uh, Ephesians 6. If you read on chapter 6, the verse 17 will give you another weapon which is not a defensive, it is an attack weapon. It's, it's an off, offensive weapon. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. You know how do you fight this battle? You know what the weapons you, you need, which is godly weapons? It is the Word of God. That's what you need. The Word, we go back to the Word. What com what's coming out of your, your mouth can destroy or can bring life. That's how you fight this battle. If you want to destroy your enemy, what are you going to do? You're going to swear at him? Nope. You're going to bless him. You're, you're, going to, you're going to pour out so much love that he can't take it. And he's going to die and live to Christ. Amen. I love that, don't you? <laughs> I'm ready to get excited. Come on, let me see if these cameras can, can follow me. No, there's no one behind the cameras. <laughs> oh, guys, that's awesome. See, the helmet helps, it protects you, but we need to attack. And we need to attack with the right weapons. You're not fighting against people, humans. So don't bother going to humanly weapons. Grab on to the sword, the word of God. That's why I ask you, are you ready for the battle? You have your sword with you. Huh? When you go to a battle, you need your weapon. You got to know how to use your weapon, right? See, I can, I can stay at home and watch many videos of jiu-jitsu and watch all the, the championships and know all the guys that are good, all the world champion, all those good guys, and, and know the names of the move. Man, I know it all. Okay, but if I get in the battle, are you training? Do you know how to do an arm lock? Do you know how to do a leg roll? Do you know how to, you know? Hmm. It's different. It's different. You got to know how to manage. You got to know how to use the Word of God. And if you're not on the Word of God, you're going you're gonna to get involved with all these weird teachings that are going on. <laughs> And it can get nasty. It can get nasty. There's a lot of weird teachings, and they say it's all godly. They say it's all in the Bible. They even take, picks up some verses from out of the context and, and just throw it out there and say, hey, This is a new thing. Be careful. Be careful. Know your weapon. Hebrews 4.12 says this, For the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to, the, to divide, dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. That's the word of God. That's your weapon. Now, the last one, the right prisoner. 
Yes, the right prisoner. Verse 5, at the end of verse 5 says this, we take every thought captive and make it obey Christ. We take every thought captive and make it obey Christ. Sometimes we, we prison the wrong prisoner. We take captive the wrong prisoner. What, what does it say here? Thoughts. There are some thoughts that they're not supposed to be here. And when we let these thoughts in our heads, we become captive. We become captive of them. We are, they are controlling us. Our feelings. We talked about this. We're not here to feel, oh, I don't feel like praying today. I don't feel like going to church today. You're not called to feel. Don't let your feelings be in control and you be the prisoner. Don't let that control your life. Sometimes we become prisoners of addiction, of anxiety, of depression, of all these worldly things that the enemy comes and puts it and and you're just letting it hit. You're just letting it hit you. And if you let a little bit, just a little hole, a little hole, if you have a tank and you have a leak, what's going to happen? It's going to take time, but the whole tank is going to go empty because of that little hole, little leak. So we need to be careful. The right prisoner, you take those captive thoughts, those, those feelings that are not there from God. What do you do? You take them, make them obey, obey Christ. You make them obey Christ. Proverbs 29 verse 11 says this, stupid people express their anger openly. But sensible people are patient and hold it back. I'm going to read it again. <laughs> I, like th- I like this word. Stupid people express their anger openly. They don't care. They're like, ah, express their anger. They, they, they want justice. They want to say what they they have to say it right now. You got to hear this. I don't care. I'm going to lay it on you. Bah! Explosion total. <laughs> and, uh, and, but they're, they're stupid. They don't know what they're doing. They just let their anger control them. But look, but sensible people are patient and hold it back. Patient. That's what we need. That's the Holy Spirit right there. That's the fruit of the Spirit. Patient loves kindness, faithfulness. The fruits of the Spirit. So when you are fighting this battle, you, you, you have to take the right prisoner. Take captive those, those thoughts, those angers, those, those feelings that are not supposed to be there. And you, lay, you make them obey Christ. You make them obey Christ. Proverbs 12. Do we have Isaiah? You have Isaiah there? Isaiah 2. Isaiah 2, 11 and 12 says this, the eyes, if you don't have it, yeah, you got it? Okay, yeah, all right, yeah, that's it. The eyes of the arrogant will be humbled and human pride brought low. The Lord alone will be exalted in that day. 
Verse 12 says, The Lord Almighty has a day in store for all the proud and lofty, for all that is exalted, and they will be humbled. You have to have the right prisoner. And I want to end with Proverbs 12, verse, verse 15 and 16 says, Stupid people always think they are right. Wise people listen to advice. Wise people listen to advice. When a fool is annoyed, he quickly lets it be known. He, lets, he, he already says it. Sensible people will ignore an insult. If people insult you, they are provoking you. They want to control you. What we need to fight, how to fight this battle, we need to control our feelings. If you, I, I, I lost my second tournament because I was overwhelmed with my feelings. I was too excited. And I wasn't concentrating. And I was just, you know, just going like crazy. And when you go like crazy... You're not concentrated. You, you, you do stupid moves. That's why I like this verse, because we do stupid things. I want to be wise. I want to take captive this stupidity <laughs> and put it to the, the cross and say, Lord, control me. Help me. Give me self-control. Self-control. That's the Holy Spirit right there. If you're not full of the Spirit, you're going to let everything else control you. And it will take you down a, a very destructive path. Now, if you let God, the Holy Spirit, control you, and you're full of the Spirit, you are, you are feeding the Spirit, not the flesh, you will fight like a warrior. You will fight like a warrior. Let me pray for you. Maybe you're struggling this morning or maybe your entire life. You're fighting the wrong battle. You're fighting. You don't know how to fight this battle and you're, you, you, uh, you understood this morning the Holy Spirit talk, you know, told you that you are fighting the wrong enemy. You've been arguing with your family. You've been arguing with um, people that you're supposed to be loving. You've been fighting with the wrong enemy. See, the person right beside you is your wife or your husband. The person God put you there for you is, is your partner, not your enemy. But why are we arguing? She doesn't like me. She doesn't love me. If she loves me, she would respect me. Oh, but you would, if you, if you, you know, and you can go on and on with this. But you've got to understand, you, you have to look at this situation and understand when it's spiritual. There are some arguments in our homes that are spiritual. They're so stupid. They're just like, why are we arguing? We don't even know. We're just getting on each other's nerves. We're just getting on each other's throats. Why? I don't know. It's spiritually. It's spiritual. Don't fight. Don't fight the wrong enemy. Don't fight with the wrong, with the wrong weapon. And have the right motive. 
You're not fighting this, this war to take home a, a medal. Because that, that medal, that reward, will rust. We're here, our, our, our gain is not here on earth. It's, it's there. It is in heaven. That's when you're going to get your, your gain. Whatever you worked for, it's going to come from there. Not here. And I want to pray for you this morning. So if God spoke to you, uh, wherever you are, say in the live, in the chat here, say, it's me, I'm here. God spoke to me, Israel. Don't do things for applause. Have the right motive. Have the right motive. And if that's you, I want to pray for you this morning. Let's, let's pray. Lord Jesus, how hard it is for us to understand that we're not fighting against people. We need to be so full of the Spirit that all these insults, all these criticism, all, all the attacks, we don't absorb. It hits and bounces off. Help us be like that. Help us be full of your spirit. That we're not controlled by feelings. By applauses. By medals. Money. Reward. May our motive be your glory. Everything we do, may we eat, drink, and everything we do may be for your glory. May your glory motivate us. May it push us towards whatever we need to face because it will glorify you. Help us understand the weapons that we need to fight Help us pick up the sword and take it with us wherever we go. Because the enemy will attack. We need to attack. It says that it's not, we, we're not going to run from the enemy. We resist the devil and he will flee in the name of Jesus. He will flee. So why do I see the people of God Afraid. Running away. In the name of Jesus, open our eyes for us to see how great you are and how powerful you are. Help us to understand that we have a weapon that is strong. That is strong. It can divide soul. It can divide spirit. It judges the thoughts and the attitude. It's, it's alive. It's active. And it's right here in our hands. But God help us not just be in our hands, but be in our mouth. 
and help us feed on it. Your word. So that we can use it to attack and fight this battle the right way. Empower my friends right now with the Holy Spirit, God. Let them be full, full, full. And wherever they go, people will sense something different. The environment has changed when you walk in. And it's all for the glory of God. The right motive, the right words, the right weapons. And help us fight like a warrior. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen.